This podcast is brought to you by the Benny Mac Network. Check out www.facebook.com slash the Benny Mac Network. Welcome to the Benny Mac Podcast. Thank you very much for tuning in once again. Welcome to episode 8. Uh, this week, believe it or not, I actually do have a guest, uh, which is uh, fantastic, which I've been trying to sort guests out for a while, so it's just uh, all down to timing. Uh, this week I've got my co-host from the Ben and Andy radio show, and uh, we talked very briefly about uh, the show on Bass Radio Bristol, but it's mainly because Andy is a music producer, and he's working with a young lad whose tracks is coming out very soon. Uh, that's all in the interview coming up in the next uh, couple of minutes. Um for those who have never listened to the show before, uh, thank you for hitting the subscribe button and downloading at least and giving me a try at least. On this uh, podcast, I tend to talk uh, games, music, uh, movies, wrestling, and much more. Uh, I try and get guests from uh, all over the place, really. So independent game makers, YouTubers, to, well, and, and to music producers so like this one. Um, so yeah, if you can go facebook.com forward slash the Benny Mac Network, uh, you can see that I announce guests and stuff when they come on. Uh, I'm due to get some other guests on. Uh, you know, stay tuned. I'm aiming for uh, guests from all over the place, really, to a certain degree. In, in, within these categories in wrestling, you know, like I said, movies, games, uh, music, and wrestling. Uh, so yeah, YouTubers. Uh, some of you may have noticed, if you have followed me, you see some new banners that I've got up on my Twitter page. You can go to at Benny Mac. B E triple N Y M A C K or Facebook.com forward slash the Benny Mac Network and uh, team up with allsound.com or sound.com A W E sound.com and uh, you know talking to some of the guys there and I'm gonna hopefully help me out with some guests as well which is fantastic and so this is kind of where the podcast is going to be from now on uh, it's available on iTunes obviously and uh, so yeah gonna be excellent uh, before we get to the uh, interview for this week, um, just a quick shout out. Uh, some of you who have followed me, I think my episodes like two and three, I was a two-parter and I had uh, Sam from Freak Zone Games, he's an independent game maker. He's recently just been to SGC. Uh, I actually saw in a 12-minute interview with him last night. So Sam's, you know, starting to be notoriety. Now, I did do an interview with him, like I said, uh, beginning of the year. Um, and he told me some stuff off air that I wasn't allowed to re, re you know, because he, you know, he was nice enough to tell me. So you know, I didn't say anything or even release it. But I can say stuff now, which is really cool. Um, not only did he talk about his game Jump and Shoot Attack, which is available on um, uh, pretty much every mobile you want to be, uh, to be honest. Um, he also did Manos Hands of Fate, which I got to mention now because as of today, as I sit here and record this now, it is well, it should be available. It was announced to go out today. That Manos uh, Hands of Fate uh, director's cut should be on Steam, so give that a look, guys. Uh, based off uh, the worst movie of all time, um, it was that bad they didn't even copyright it. So, uh, but um, weirdly, if you go and watch the movie, it's got that it's, it's cheesy as anything, but yet funny at the same time. Somehow, I'm not sure how they established that, but it's quite funny, really. And big news for him, what everybody was talking about SGC, by the looks of it, and based on the T-shirt Sam was wearing in the interview. Angry Video Game Nerd Adventures 2 is coming. Uh, when the release dates release dates for that, I'm not 100% sure. But uh, I'm sure you can look it up. But yeah, if you go to the uh, guys on YouTube, I believe they were called uh, 
They're called uh, Indie Game on YouTube. They got loads, a couple of interviews from uh, different people from SGC. So you type in SGC 2015 Sam Beddoe's interview f- from Freak Zone Games. It's a good uh, 12 minute interview. Um, you know, if you haven't heard the uh, initial podcast I did with Sam, definitely go back and listen to them because we definitely go into a lot more depth about a few things. Obviously, again, he couldn't mention certain things that were coming out this year. But um, uh, hopefully, in the next few weeks or so, in the next few podcasts, I should have hopefully caught up with Sam again and have a have a, another catch up with him because he's got so much cool stuff. And you know, when I did the initial podcast with Sam, actually, to be totally honest, we could have sat down for another two hours to be totally honest in charge. So it was pretty cool. But yeah, he's gone from uh, being a sort of part time get graphic designer to a full on. Uh, game designer and uh, it's, he's done really well and uh, it's so cool to see some of the stuff now if you're not sure if you're not aware of what ABGN is Angry Video Game Nerd uh, com, or quite simply search for ABGN in YouTube and he's a guy that basically he will literally he reviews old uh, NES games uh, Sega games all those games some sort of you know I don't know, back in the day, the retro games will go, which is, you know, retro games are making a comeback, to be totally honest. Um, Definitely uh, check that out. Uh, Yeah, so coming up next, guys, is uh, Andy, uh, my partner in crime on the Ben and Andy radio show, and we talk about his, uh, how he got into uh, producing music and uh, different ways of doing things and the technology when he was a bit younger, and and there's definitely a few things in there that I didn't know, so it was quite cool, and uh, yeah, this is uh, Andy... Uh, and the music producer, I guess. This is the Benny Mac Podcast. Right, so uh, joining me on this week's uh, interview section of the podcast is my actual co-host from the Ben and Andy radio show on bass. So welcome, Andy. Thank you, Ben. Thanks for having me on board. It's great to have the opportunity to talk to you. It's a totally different format to the show. This is just chatting along. So in this case, though, um, I've got you on for a reason, obviously, other than my co-host, is that you're actually, you you know, you've started helping a uh, a guy by the name of Callum Marshall. That's correct. Yes, who's oh. got some uh, uh, music coming out very soon. But you're yep. help, helping him produce it. So doing my level best. Yeah, I'm, I'm, firstly, I'm going to do my best to try and stay serious for a change. Um, usually, I'm, I'm quite a light-hearted kind of individual. But uh, it's gonna, while, while you're saying that, the reason why is because we do a show on Base Radio Bristol You can yeah. go there and have a listen to that. That's, uh, that's every Sunday, twelve to one. Yeah, uh, Greenwich Mean Time. So wherever you're listening to that, uh, you know UK time, whatever you want to call it. And I think that's probably some of the cheesiest radio ever produced. That's what we're aiming for, anyway. So, yeah, yeah, that's um, the aim. Uh, well, this podcast is hopefully taking a turn pretty soon. I'm going to have other guests on. I've been trying to get a guest on for ages. We tried to do my la- podcast that I did last week. Yeah. Is, um, uh, was initially supposed to be this this interview, yeah. but well, we tried to connect by phone. Uh, technology doesn't always work how it should do, and we got disconnected. And uh, I was going to come over here anyway, mm-hmm. and because uh, I'm actually in Andy's house, and I was, we were going to record our show for this mm-hmm. week. Which, believe it or not, you think we'd be sick of each other by now because we've actually just done an hour show, <laughs> and now we're going to record the podcast as we sit here. So this is how it seems. It was a good show. It was a good show, and I've, I've got to say, suitably impressed. Make sure you tune in and have a listen to it. Yeah. yeah. Base uk. Yeah. Uh, any stuff you want to know about that as well, by the way, at BA Radio Show for that particular show. This podcast is at Benny Mac, which is three N's, B E, triple N Y M A C K, because that's what's, uh, well, that's where it is anyway. Anyway, the reason I wanted to get you on again, like I said, yeah. was to talk about music we've done yeah, other stuff yeah. before actually if you go back and listen to this playlist or series Andy was on my first ever one and we did some other stuff but to go back and listen to it, I'm not going to talk about it just go back and listen to it if you want to Absolutely. Um, so 
you know, you're, you can be considered a music producer, I suppose, to a certain degree. Uh, it's kind of evolved into that, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, when it first started out, I guess I was, I was more into uh, singer-songwriter kind of guys. Um, I've heard some of your stuff, to be fair. You did some stuff, uh, you know, you, you know. I'm not going to say what it is, but you've done some stuff, and it's pretty good, to be fair. It's, well, yeah, it, 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 it's okay. I mean, it depends on, your, obviously, your natural taste in music, really, at the end of the day. Everybody's got their own taste, though. Yeah, it? so, so it started out singer-songwriter, writing, that kind of thing. And uh, it's it's more evolved into the production side of things now, really, I think. Which is great, which is something that I really enjoy. Um, I've always enjoyed producing other people's music and trying to put your, your own kind of spin on it. And above all, trying to make the recording better, better than it first starts out. I think that's that, that's really been always been the aim. Yeah, what uh, what kind of start? I mean, I'm going to hopefully with through you yeah. meet Callum anyway and get Callum on here on a separate yeah, podcast yeah. anyway. Yeah. Uh, me get him sit down, talk to him as well. Why he likes that's a different podcast, but you know, obviously you just said you done you wanted to do singing songwriting. Yeah, um, you've obviously gone down a different road, but you know what? You know, so you wanted to do singing songwriting. What what made you want to do that? And obviously, music is a big influence on most people. Everybody has no, different influences. What was it that made I, you want to be? I, a, I think I think everybody's musical uh, roots if you like go back to probably when they're in the latter stage at school I think that's when you really start to get into music in a big way and you, you well, start knocking around with your mates and uh, they're obviously into music as well and they're, they're inflicting different songs and stuff on you and different artists and uh, it, it really stems from the time that was formative years at school I guess is, is probably where it all started out and um, I remember my mate down there at the time, a good good friend of mine, um, introduced me to, to to David Bowie, no less. Um, that probably ages me. And I was going to say, if it, <laughs> give me the age there, peeps. And um, David Bowie, he's, 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 over the years, has produced some absolutely classic stuff. He's produced some, some not-so-classic stuff as well, to be fair. But um, when we were listening to things like, like Rise and Fall of Ziggy Stardust from Mars and um, my eyes would be open listening to albums like Hunky Dory, uh, the way that they were constructed and the way that he went about things, Life on Mars and all that kind of stuff. And, uh, and yeah, it, it inspired inspired it inspired and, and that kind of moved in because it was around the time when uh, electronic music was really taking off in a big way craft work were, were quite big back in the day um and then gary newman really came on the scene with tubeway army and starting to produce music um that nobody else had ever really produced before i think it's probably fair to say and that that really captured the imagination in a big big way um, I don't think Gary Newman's really ever got the the plaudits that he that he really deserved. He was he was quite quite at the forefront of electronic music in the late seventies, early eighties. So yeah, Newman had, Newman had a big influence for a time. I actually thought I was Gary Newman. Would you believe? <laughs> oh, that's one thing I suppose. Thing is though, because I, I, I met you through other other means and stuff, mm. but we talk we have talk, spoke about music on a few different occasions. Yeah, but the fact is, you've actually followed music not just from you're not you're not sort of dwelling on like you just said, David Bowie. You're actually I know you're a fan of Linkin Park, which kind of oh, straight away I've you know I'm a big fan the, of theirs. The, the so. biggest the biggest buzz uh, Linkin Park is superb. The, the, the biggest buzz for me, Ben, is always discovering something new 
yeah? yeah. Always, I, I mean, it's it's so easy to, to just stay in your roots, as it, as it were, i.e. music from, from the early to mid and 1980s, which, which is good and it has its place, no question about that, but the, the biggest buzz for me from a music perspective is listening to something new. Someone plays you a new track or you discover a new artist and you think to yourself, oh, crikey, that's really good stuff, you know? So music has influences on everything now, from films, movies, adverts, ah. you know, the amount of t- tracks I've heard on an advert and go, that's really cool. You yeah. Know, one of the latest ones being the Jeep advert, you yeah. know, the track I shared with you earlier, but, you know, different music inspires from different, uh, from any different mediums now, to be fair. So music's kind of, I would say music's probably central to most things, to music, be Music, music is, if, if, well, video I, games I, I could, as well. So. I, everything. I, I couldn't imagine life without music, put it that way. And, um. Imagine watching a horror film without any music. I mean, it wouldn't be as scary, would it? No, not at all. <laughs> I mean, film scores and all that kind of thing is something that's always really, really intrigued me anyway. And it's something I'd, I'd like to get involved in quite heavily, doing that kind of stuff. Um, because I think you can create s- suspense in a movie or, or video or whatever it might be. You can, you can put a whole atmospheric slant on something simply by the music or, or, or the effects or whatever whatever voiceovers you may, you may be putting over the top of something it, it gives it a whole new whole new meaning I think cool definitely uh, so when did you just so you went from the singer so you said you wanted to do singer songwriter yeah. type thing yeah, yeah. obviously have you got any tracks yourself that you've sang or wrote or oh well crikey back in the early days yeah we were we were we were we were, we were really you ever, um, did you were, were you in a band were yeah you, band? Oh, you always started band? you always started a band don't see you? I, I've never done the band yeah, thing, so, you know. we had a, we had a band called um, Screaming Circus that's not that's not the worst name I've ever heard I will admit we, we, so. we, we, I'd probably describe ourselves as, as, as a poor man's U2 really in a way <laughs> 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 poor man's U2 poor man's U2 poor man's U2 and, and, and I always remember we, we, we played this gig at a, at a pub called the Wagon and Horses which is um, towards Smethwick which is like Frank Skinner country alright right, uh, where he comes from and um, target and, reference hackers yeah and we loaded all the all the gear off the, the van into oh into dude so you were properly oh, properly we, going we, for we, it had, we, had, we had the gear in the van and all that that's cool and uh, we loaded all the gear in, like, from the van into the venue and it's it's, it's 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 not the greatest of venues the wagon and horses I don't know whether it's changed in recent years but it wasn't good back in the 80s and um you know, the kind of venue that you go into, and you, you, you're using your PA systems powered from the, the the kitchen PowerPoint socket. You know that kind <laughs> yeah, of thing. You're using it from the building. To, Absolutely, you know, it's not it's not a big concert atmosphere. No, 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 not at all. Well, anyway, we, we did the gig, and we, we played to probably a capacity audience of about fifteen people, and um, and we gone out, and we, we realised that we'd lost this we had this Fender Jazz white bass in in the back of the van and we, we forgot to bring it into the venue and by the time we got out there Fender Jazz bass had been stolen right that oh had gone no. it had been nicked yeah so if anybody's out there with a Fender white <laughs> jazz bass it's ours and we'd like it back but you stole in the 80s so. please yeah probably not up to much by now probably <laughs> Well, there you go. So, how many gigs did you? Do? Was that so relative? Was it? Did that, you do that quite yeah, a lot? Yeah, was, was, was it the it same? Was it the same venue, or was it? Different no, you, ones you, you'd dot around. I mean, there was um, Casey's. Um, was another venue over in Dudley. See, now I know that I know that place yeah. because my mum <laughs> used to go there. <laughs> really? Yeah. So you know, I'm assuming you mean down here. So. No, no, no. There was, there was one in Dudley. Oh, there was one here as well. So. Oh, yes. <laughs> was it a franchise? Was I, it? I, God, I, God only knows. It was back in the eighties, anyway. Goodness me. So, um, so yeah, we did, we did a bit of that, and you'd, you'd, you'd do the, the local pubs in and around, like the, the Starbridge and Dudley-based area, and we were awful. 
To be fair, we were, we were absolutely. <laughs> so it's not going to be a reunion at some point, now. Um, we'll probably get together for a few beers at some point, but whether we will get together musically, I doubt that somehow. No. Okay. So yeah. you were. So you. So it's not like you haven't gone. I wanted to be a singer. Sorry. So you've done it though. You've done it. What's I've the? Done it, what yeah. you said that was probably the. What's the worst place you've been in? The worst you played. The you played in. The worst really. Yeah. I'd, I'd say the wagon and horses have got to be up there. Yeah. Yeah, no question about that. That was that was Facil- um, facilities. Yeah, place, you, you, you 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 kind of wipe your feet on the way out. Um, <laughs> you don't wipe them be- on the way in. Then. Probably the best way to describe it. And there's uh, there's one or two amusing stories that I can tell you about it. But it's probably best if that happens off air. No, carry on. <laughs> hey, this is the no, podcast. No, no, this no, is no, the no. podcast. No, no, okay, well, we're going to do a, we're, we're going to do a follow up of this at some point, <laughs> whether you like it or not. Whether we play it, I, I want to sit here and talk to you with a recorder on. If it's not applicable yeah. or suitable then I won't play it out yeah. but definitely got to be come back I, at some I, point I, th- I think one of the, one of the major turning points for me was when I went when I purchased my first synthesizer so that's when you started like thinking like yeah yeah, yeah. And I was I was probably about 16 I think at the time and um, I purchased a Roland SH101 synthesizer monophonic synthesizer um, which was being it's a big word yeah <laughs> big big word but poor sound for me enough <laughs> Um, and I purchased it from a place called Woodruff's in Birmingham at the time and there was a guy who, who was who used to demonstrate all the gear in there and I remember me and my mate going in there being absolutely wowed by, by all this gear that we just couldn't possibly afford in the month of Sundays you know like TR-808 drum machines and all this kind of gear and um, yeah this, this was probably about the only synthesizer that I could afford at the time and uh, the guy who was actually selling it looked, looked remarkably like Alice Cooper yeah he very, <laughs> but he was he was absolutely superb on, on on keyboards and he was demonstrating things like Roland Juno six and all those kind of synthesizers and uh, I took it home I hadn't got a clue what I was doing and um, some people would still say I still haven't so, so there you go yeah, really. or, or, so you've gone from so you're self taught then is the best way to say it to be fair yeah like, yeah yeah definitely but you, like me doing this stuff you, to be it's, fair it's, it's, <laughs> quite, it's, it's quite fascinating really you get into it and you, you you start fiddling around with things and slowly but surely you, you start to work out what does what. Yeah, and, and and what influence a certain pot or, or, or fader has on a sound that you're trying to create. Um, so yeah, so that's how it all really started with analog synthesizers. They were great actually, Ben, because they only used to stay in tune for about ten minutes at a time. They drift, <laughs> they drift out of tune. <laughs> so it's like tuning the piano or something. Or yeah, because they were they were back in those days. They were like voltage control oscillators, which used to like fluctuate. Uh, that that was the. the body the sound engine within a kit within a synthesizer if you like was a vco a voltage control oscillator and they would always fluctuate and uh, so you used to have to stop and retune them in after about 10 minutes you know um so that was that was always a challenge but so uh, yeah i think that was a, a major turning point for me and then technology's moved on and, and, and now a lot of stuff's computer-based really you, you get it's, uh, it's made things a bit well not a bit easier it's made things a lot a lot easier i think for people to learn how to do things a bit more rather uh, than I, I would i would say it's, it's it's enabled you to to be able to produce more sophisticated sounds that's what i that's yeah, what i would say that. that that's what i say it does i don't think it necessarily makes it easier i think it makes it uh, makes it more possible to produce stuff that you just couldn't produce even say 10 years or so ago i mean i mean you, you listen to somebody like um, skrillex as an example um yeah. it's a, a kind of genre of, of, of dubstep really in a way in many many respects um you couldn't produce the kind of sounds that, that the Skrillex is producing today even 10 years ago it wouldn't be possible to do and it's only with the, with the 
evolution of technology that's uh, enabled that to take place. Mm. Well, based on a few conversations I've had with you about music over the last couple of years that I've known you, to be fair, mm. um, it's good, good, good to go back when you start talking about the 80s and stuff, to be fair. I mean, I was born mid-80s, so I missed yeah. that entire era. But what I was going to say was I get the feeling that you wish you'd have started producing music a lot sooner than what you did, yeah. to be fair. Uh, very much so. I mean, I, that, that's something I've, I've really grown to love, certainly in recent times. And, and working with people like Callum Marshall's um, helped to, to, to satisfy those aspirations, really, yeah. in many ways. Um, but, but for me, no, it's... it's Music is, is, is key to everything, it's central to everything, everything pretty much that I do on a day-to-day basis. I would have liked to have started to do it earlier, at a lot earlier stage, but in those, I mean, technology today, believe it or not, is relatively cheap, yeah? Well, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, computers are... Com- <laughs> all that kind of stuff is relatively cheap today, compared to, say, ten, even ten years ago, you'd have been paying a king's ransom for some of the gear, you know, yeah, and, and you, just, you just couldn't have possibly afford to do it or, or afford to get involved. A good example of that, everybody at one point used to hire out a studio, yeah, and go in there and record their stuff, record the demos, record record the, the tracks that they wanted to put out and have a producer on tap to do it all for them, that kind of thing. That was because the cost of, of, of getting the gear yourself back in those days extortionate. was extortionate and you couldn't possibly afford to do it. Things have turned full circle now. Nobody really does that anymore. Everybody pretty much records their own stuff uh, in the relative comforts of, the, of their own home, whatever. Okay, there are a few things that you take outside of those parameters, but by and large, that's where it all starts today. And that, that, that is down to the advancing technology. And, and the way that the price has been forced down, and 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 the, the pretty professional results that you can produce just on a laptop these days. You yeah, know? definitely. Well, which is there, great. There, which is great. In the last couple of years, I think even I'm not even, I'm not sure about Ed Sheeran, but there's been a few artists that have come out that have made their mm-hmm. songs in their bedroom, essentially, and had like number ones or at least close to number ones. Yeah, so absolutely. You imagine saying that to somebody 10, 15 years ago? Yeah, you could do this in your room and it'd be a number one. It'd be, it'd be ridiculous. It'd be like, it'd be pretty impossible. I, I, I think the first. You see, I mean, when I first started out, you used tapes, you used reel-to-reels, yeah. uh, all, all, all the ancient kind of technology that was that was the way that things were done back in those days. So you'd end up splicing tapes, and you'd have tapes all over the place, and that was that was a bloody nightmare. <laughs> well, I, I don't go far as back as you, but like when I used to make mixtapes and songs I wanted, it was a tape. It wasn't a CD, burning yeah, it and yeah, done. Or yeah. now, like, obviously, don't even need CDs anymore. You can put it onto an iPhone or uh, a Zune or whatever yeah. you want, or an MP3 generic uh, and, MP3 and this, player. This, so. this, this brings me on, on onto the point, really. I, I, I think... Um, one of the first albums that was ever produced in a, in a, in a tapeless environment was the, the Shaman's Boss Drum. Do you ever remember that? I don't know. I will say that was that was going back to. Um, I'm not going to be asking you to say yes. I've heard of it because I haven't heard of it. So that no was point. going back to about 1990. That was one of the, that was a groundbreaking album in the sense that there was no tape no tape it was all digitally recorded um, and I, th- I think you, you, it was fair to say you probably saw um, a definite step up in terms of audio quality as a result of that well but even th- stuff that was caught recorded in the 40s 50s yeah, 30s even yeah. have been digitised and it sounds, sounds a better. lot better yeah because yeah, they, they, they take the original master tapes and they, they remaster them in a dig- digital format which is always a, a clever thing to do um but I mean, having said that, horses for courses, it's turned full circle really in many ways. The old tape-based systems used to have a certain quality and character about them, a warmth yeah. to the recording. And so you've got, you've got bands like uh, the Foo Fighters as an example, 
who I still haven't seen because of his broken leg. But I'm, I'm, <laughs> not that I'm going to appear bitter at all. I was just going to say, actually, he actually did go back and finish his gig that he was at that he broke he, his leg, he, so he, fair play yeah, to him, to fair, be fair. Fair play to Dave Grohl. Um, great man of rock, no question. Much somebody, somebody on my list I want to meet at some point. Yeah, absolutely. Me? But he's, he, Dave Grohl and, and Foo Fighters have, have turned full circle and they've gone back to actually recording on tape now because they like the nice, warm quality that gives you that they reckon you can't <laughs> capture in the digital arena weirdly it, it almost links to sort of pop culture now with the whole nostalgia yeah. of yeah. retro things coming yeah. back so, things like you know, vinyl as an example yeah, is, is, is another example of that well, across all f- platforms actually yeah. you know even yeah. to, you know for games as well to a certain degree there's a mm. retro thing going on at the moment so um, right I know your time's quite limited today yep uh, last two questions there's actually a sort of double question so yeah, to speak but, um, you know how did you meet Callum for one and uh, <laughs> what drew you to his music really you know, and why, you, you know, how how did this collaboration start? Okay, well, uh, I met Callum through, uh, uh, Callum really is a contact of my daughter, really, in many ways. And uh, we were, I was on a night out, I think it was with, um, I think it was probably a, a football club do uh, in Gloucester. And Callum happened to be um, in, in the same venue at the same time as me. And my daughter was also there also. And uh, she introduced me, Katie introduced me to, to Callum. And we got talking music, and I think Callum was on the lookout for someone to try and put his tracks together for him. And that's really how it first started. We, we hit it off pretty much straight away. We had a lot of things in common, um, a, a lot of similar aims, a lot of similar ambitions. And I think that's always a good starting point. So we talked over a few beers, and I think probably about a week or so later, we had our first recording session. And that went well. And that's that's always a, a real make or break, because sometimes you can have a recording session with somebody and there's no spark. It just doesn't work. Yeah. Yeah. In which case, you you know, you, you, you're dealing with something that's fairly dead, really, in many respects. That was never the case with Callum. There was, there was always something to bounce off, something to spar with. And the sessions went, I think, I'll be fair to say, the sessions went pretty well. And uh, that encourages you to do more. Definitely. So it gets, gets more like a, a, a roller effect. It rolls on. So, uh, so yeah, we, we, we were recording stuff like that. And also, for me, personally, when, when you're doing your own stuff, I don't know if you find this, when, you, when you're working on podcasts and all that kind of thing, yeah. it, it, it could be quite insular, really, in a way. Um, and it, it's always great to have someone else to work with. It's always good to have, uh, well, and with anything, actually, not just the stuff we're talking about now, but to have somebody come in and go... Yeah. I like it, but you could do this. Yeah, positive feedback. I don't, you know, yeah. it can be positive feedback yeah. can be misconstrued as criticism. Yeah, sometimes you need to be criticised in order to make yourself better. Mm. So I all for it. It depends on the context that, and the that, tone that, as well. That, but that, yeah, that, it other, work. that other person that you're working with is, is a good sounding board, Ben. Um, and you know, you know, you might be think, working on something. You think, "Blimey, now this is superb." Someone else might listen to it and say, "Well, yeah, it's okay, but." Yeah, no, I know. If, if you did this or you did that or you did the other, uh, I mean, some of the stuff I've worked on before, I've, I've played back to, to my kids and I say, yeah, it's okay, but it sounds dated. Yeah? <laughs> yeah, no, I know. And, and, I'll, <laughs> and, I'll, and I'll, then I'll listen, sit, sit back and I'll listen to it and say, yeah, I can I can see where you're coming from. Yeah. Cool. yeah. So you're working on, I assume, an album with Callum? I yeah, Callum's, Callum's EP is, is, is pretty much in the can and um, I've, I've got to do some bit of remixing on it all. A um, bit of engineering work on it, really, to, to, to knock it into shape. But by and large, it's there. And um, I said probably the end of, end of June, and we're at the end of July now. So um, I'd like to think it's going to get going to get. Put 
put it out there in the next month or so. Oh, how are you planning? Are you going to go through iTunes or iTunes? Um, any form of media, bass radio, because we always like. Yeah, bass yeah. Radio. Well, we've got a bit of a. We and, can play uh, the music we want on that. So <laughs> and, and, and also um, promote Callum's work on on on, on a live basis as well, because he's very much a live artist. Yeah. Um, so what would you say his style is? If you could, if you could narrow it down into a style, and it might be quite hard to um, put it into a genre, but you know. Pretty acoustic-based stuff. Um, I, I, I think you, you could probably draw an analogy to, to early David Bowie reading in a way, because Bowie was quite acoustic right at the start. Vocally, Callum's different, um, but I, th- I think the, the basic structure of the way that he puts things together is similar in a way, um, the way that, he, way that he constructs his tracks. Um, and as I say, he's, he's, he's very much live really in many ways because he comes in here and we, we, we plug in a microphone and away we go. Um, and usually what we do is Callum records his stuff and then I'll go and work, work on the, the more technical aspects, if you like. Cool. So um, backing elements of the track, that kind of thing, cool. and uh, put it together that way. And it works well. Works well. It's a top Good. lad. Dude, there's so much more I could talk to you about. I know you're very uh, limited time today, so it might, you might have to come back and uh, talk Love a bit, to, more, yeah. a bit no, more about music. No, I think, no, no problem at all. Especially uh, some of these uh, stories. I wouldn't mind hearing some of these, and we'll see whether we can actually put, <laughs> put those out. But, you know, uh, definitely have to meet up with Callum, because I've not actually met I spoke to him on the phone because we did yep. a show, and he was on the phone with yep. us, and he, was, yep. he sounds like a real nice lad. So I want him. I've heard some of his music. I've, well, I say I've heard some of his I got an exclusive listen to, to I forget the track name. Mold into Gold, I think. Yeah, it was, it was, it was a good, good track. Stre- I, I, I even you played it to me like because you were working on it while I was here while we were doing other things yeah, yeah. and I ended up humming it by the time I left here so obviously it's working because within three listens I was humming it so obviously yeah. it's working so I'm pleased about that I'm glad you liked it too uh, well, thank you very much for coming on the podcast Andy oh you're welcome uh, thank see you, you. Too. Cheers. M- most certainly see you cheers this is the Benny Mac podcast okay so that was uh, Andy and uh, well good interview there's definitely some stuff to go back there and you can tune into our um, the Ben and Andy radio show at BaseRadioBristol.co.uk, and uh, we are every Sunday, 12 p.m. to 1 p.m. Greenwich Mean Time, uh, off the cuff show, and uh, definitely tune in. We've got some great tunes on there as well. So um, give it a shout. Obviously, at the big top of the show, I said that um, I talk about some games and stuff like that, and movies, and you know, different topics, and getting different guests on from uh, you know, independent uh, game makers and uh, music producers and uh, YouTubers and try and share their passions and get you guys you know because youtube i tell you what you, there's some of the stuff you can see on youtube these days is a lot better than some of the stuff you can have on tv so you know uh, if you're a big uh, old gamer actually i'm gonna give you a little suggestion now, a little little homework for you i'm gonna say to you I'll tell you what if you're an old nes fan and you haven't seen avgn yet angry video game nerd james rolf and it's guys over at cinemasker.com uh, check out like avgn moonwalker it's a classic episode or even the super mario uh, three episode, fantastic. Uh, it's, and, uh, so what he, it's like mini, almost like mini movies in, in themselves. To be totally honest, um, so I talked as I said earlier. Um, I mentioned wrestling, and uh, SummerSlam is right around the corner. Um, if you think you can uh, review SummerSlam, that'd be fantastic. Because I don't want to just get anybody. I'm trying to get wrestlers, independent wrestlers, coming on from the indie scene over in the UK here. But if you want to review SummerSlam. Which is very soon. Uh, drop me a tweet at Benny Mac, which is B E triple N Y M A C K, and the Facebook page is facebook.com forward slash the Benny Mac Network. There's only two N's in that. It's only because that was, it was available on Twitter, to be totally honest. So, yeah. 
or to search Benny Mac Podcast. I'm sure it'll come up. Uh, and uh, drop me a tweet. Um, what I want from you, maybe, uh, you know, what I'll do is you give me a tweet, let me know you're interested, and I'll follow you back, obviously, and then we'll do some DMs and see what kind of... Uh, fan you are and then hopefully you know what it'd be absolutely hilarious get another wrestling fan on and just have a see what we thought of SummerSlam this year it's going to be a big event as they say so yeah and uh, on the flip side of that you're a YouTuber in, uh, independent game maker you know definitely come on and we'll talk about your games and promote your games definitely you know I'm teaming up with All Sound now so uh, hopefully well it should be uh, getting some more f- uh, follows um, they've got their All Sound have already started trying to sort out a couple of guests for me already I'm not going to announce those quite yet till we get them confirmed but there's some uh, YouTubers there that they've suggested to me uh, so I've definitely got my work cut out for me and uh, so yeah I've got to do some research myself some of them I've heard of and some of them I haven't so but to tell you what the guys they've suggested to me are looking at their content and I'm like this is fantastic how have I missed out on this so guys if you're not on YouTube and you've never done that thing of Searching for a video, and then you have suggested video, then suggested video, then suggested video. There's, you know, there are you know, not not everything's perfect, but I'll tell you what, there's some good uh, content online. I tell you. Anyway, stop me rambling. Thank you very much for listening to the Benny Mac podcast once again, and uh, hopefully, I will have another guest. I've got. I'm hoping to get a guest sorted for episode nine. Uh, I'm aiming to get these um, shows out every week. Um, I will try and make it so there's at least two a month anyway. Uh, but again, trying to sort guests out can be a problem sometimes. But yeah, thank you very much for listening to the Benny Map Podcast. And uh, don't forget to tweet me. Subscribe!